the game. You turn that off for a second, well, I think, for a minute. <laughs> I was in uh, London, England. I was uh, in the Navy. Every memory I got from Squash is great. Will he hear this? I hope he does. He will, yeah. Uh, can you turn that thing off? <laughs> I'm James Hug, and this is Outside the Glass. Outside the Glass is brought to you by SquashProShop.com, our source for equipment for racquetball, badminton, paddle tennis, and of course squash. They carry a great selection of squash equipment from all the top manufacturers at the lowest prices. Rackets and shoes, balls and bags, goggles and grips, they've got it all. They offer fast and free shipping on orders over $25. For the best selection of prices and service on the internet, visit SquashProShop.com. So we've gathered up a very eclectic group of, of friends, a real variety, and uh, that just reflects the great diversity within the, the game of squash. So uh, in order, our uh, guests are Ted Price, Demra Holleran, Larry Sconzo, Jack Bickle, Rich Wade, Bart McGuire, Mac McAndrew, Cat, Cat Grant, Leo Pierce, Nick and Tom Post, Sam Howe, Jim Dawson, Jeff Stanley, Alvin Wolf, and Molly Pierce. So enjoy this episode of Outside the Glass. So do you remember the first day you played squash? Yeah, I do. Right in Charlottesville, I had a friend named Bruce Farrell. We were on the soccer team together in college. And Bruce introduced me to squash on the Lady Astor squash courts, which were used by the lacrosse players for practice. And they therefore had about a million holes in the wall. And I don't think a ball ever came back. We'd hit it to the wall, but it would disappear. That's where I learned squash. So thanks for asking. So uh, do you remember the first day you played squash? No, I don't. I played with my father. You know, I was three years old. It was always there. It was great. It was always there. Exactly. Right. Um, About to be 33 years old. I had a family that just left me and moved west to Utah. And I was by myself, two kids gone. I was so depressed I went home, but I had a tenant in my brownstone in Park Slope named Harris Schrank. Harris was at the time the director of social research for equitable life insurance. And Harris, over the years, had been trying to get me to play squash because he joined the Fifth Avenue Racquet Club and he graduated from Brown where he played squash. I'd never seen a squash court. So the day I came home from the airport saying goodbye to my family, I was in such a depressed mood. Harris grabbed me before I could do something stupid like hit a bottle. And he grabbed me and he took me that day to the Fifth Avenue Racquet Club. It was on, I forget what floor, it was on 8th and ninth floor. When the doors opened, there were two players playing on the court. And it was Nita Hoffer playing Stu Goldstein. And my friend Harris says, those are the two best players in the city. And I watched him, oh, so I played with him the first day, and I just loved it, and I got a game from him. He'd been playing for years, and I got a game from him. So I played with him once a week. He saved my life by getting me onto that Fifth Avenue. Within three months, they had an unlimited court time for 300 bucks a year if you played off-peak. It was perfect for me. I worked on Wall Street downtown, perfect. I was the first guy to join or the second guy to join, and from that time on, I was infected with the game. And that's how I got into the game. It was love at first sight. It blew my mind. And it changed my life. My whole, I would say half the friends of my whole life were people I met through this game. There you go. I was in uh, London, England. I was uh, in the Navy. And I was working at Grosvenor Square. 
And uh, across the street from the, we were in 7 North Audley building, which was the building that housed the Navy offices there, and I was in communications. And uh, uh, so after work, we looked for activities to do. We, we had to wear our civilian clothes, except for one day a week, we wore uniforms for inspection. But across the street was a little club called the International Sportsman's Club. And they had a lot of bars and drinking upstairs. And, and down below, they had squash courts. And this was the British system where everything is, is run down. And so there was a lot of dirt around, but they had a, 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 a softball squash court there. And so the Navy group that I was with were four or five, six of us, started to pick it up and started to play and it you'd there. Know, had you heard of the game? Never, you... never heard, never saw it, never just started to play it there, and we loved it. What year was and, this? This would be 1950, probably end of 53, uh, and wow. we'd been assigned to the communication system over there for the Navy. It was very good duty, by the way, and so that was it. Yeah, Darang Squash Club. Well, it's where I learned to play squash, so I feel like you're always going to have a, an affection for where you first picked up your squash, first squash racket. Uh, remember the day that I first started playing, my brother. My parents took my brother for a squash lesson and the coach looked at me at six years old and was like, well, why isn't he playing? And so off I went. My brother was five years older than me, so got beaten up for a while. But uh, yeah, Darren Squash Club, four courts, uh, a real expat community in Saudi Arabia. Um, though managed to um, attract some big names from time to time. Brett Martin, Michelle Martin came over and did exhibitions. Um, Bizarrely, as I mentioned, Ziad Al Turkey was that was his home <coughs> club, and now he's uh, in his the role PSA. with the PSA, yeah. and so we cross paths and have a laugh at each other. He knew me when I was a baby, so um, yeah, definitely a place that's close to my heart, Darren Squash Club. First time I played was at Exeter. I was a tennis player, and the coach said, "You're a tennis player. Come out on out of squash court." And uh, he hit a few balls to me, and I fell in love with the sport, and I've been in love with it for. Uh, 60 years, yeah. And lastly, do you remember the day you first played squash? I do, it was, uh, I was in the eighth grade and it was in Rhode Island. It was at, uh, it was a club where Mark Talbot. Sam Jarnigan's club? I, yes. In, in, in Newport? It was not, no, this was not in Newport. This was, uh, God, where was it? Hope near Ashaway. Yeah. Near, yeah, near Hope Valley. Yeah. And it was a modified racquetball, racquetball court. And it had lines all over the place. And I just went out there with a friend. But I was at Philadelphia Country Club. Um, and I think I went out and banged on the court by myself. I was mainly a tennis player, started tournaments when I was six. Um, Eddie Knoll was the pro. That's when Maurice Heckscher and all those guys were playing. So the, they were my idols. I was always watching them. Michael would come over and I watched this all this. This is Kenwood or Philly Country? This is Philadelphia Country Club. Uh -huh. And um, I went up as a kid. I think I was about 11 or 12. Loved it because I could crush the ball and I, wouldn't ha I didn't have to worry about baselines and sidelines and this and that. And um, took it up very quickly. And um, that was the rest uh -huh. of history. Quit tennis in 17, 18, burned out, but continued the squash, really enjoyed it. Probably, I didn't start playing squash until I got out of the army. I was back from Vietnam and I hadn't, I was a swimmer growing up, so and I wasn't doing any swimming. And I joined the Kenwood Club because it was a family sport to play, so it had to have been 
1973, maybe, the first time I ever played squash. I would, but I'd been exposed to squash, but I'd never played it. And did Norm Bromwell take you out, or what? A little, what a little, but a little. I just, I just went to the court, and my father said, here's, how to, here's a racket and a ball, go hit, your, you know, go hit. But I did take a couple lessons with Norm back in the day. I vaguely remember taking lessons with Norm. But it was, I love playing it. It's a great sport. It's fun. Yeah. Fun, fun, yeah. fun, great family game. Do you guys remember the first time you played squash? Yes. At the uh, Mainline Y in Wayne, Pennsylvania, uh, my friend Chris Maxey and I, neither of us were members of the Y, and we snuck onto the court and in you know, street clothes and hard-soled shoes and beat the ball around, and I thought it was really fun because the more walls you hit, the, the less likely the guy would get the other ball. And then we got kicked off the court, so... You know. You're a reprobate. Even like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so the first time I played was at Episcopal Academy. But I, I, I didn't play squash there. You know, I, George Bell was a classmate, John Havens, all these, you know. Good players. Really good players. And Tom Page. And, uh, you know, I would go watch those guys. And I'm like, okay, I'll try this. And I, I just said, no. We didn't grow up playing racket sports. We were sailors. You know, so. yeah, our father was a member of the Philadelphia Racket Club. And he, but he only sailed. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he never, I mean, he yeah. just eat lunch there. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but then, uh, sort of at the end of college and, and right after, I started playing quite a bit. Because we, my roommate went to Harvard, and we, I went to Tufts, and we, his, like, house had a key, the same key opened up the university squash courts at Harvard. So we, for, for like five years, right after college, we... They, that place would close at 5 p.m. and then we wanted to play around 6, so we would just go let ourselves in. And, we had, and it was closed on the weekends. At Adam's house. Yeah, the Adam's, Adam's exactly. Yeah. Did you, did no, you know that? The, that's the original courts at Harvard. Yeah. Um, and, so he and, was in Adam's house, yeah. and, and, and we tried the key one time and it opened it. And we were like, holy shit, go get some copies of this. <laughs> and we, we did that for... For like five years, we'd take like groups of like six people in there. We'd and play, then, play for a few hours. I squash you there. I remember, yeah, <laughs> and, there, and then we went to the Hong Kong. The Next door, the Kong yeah. was that, that pink building. Right. <laughs> that, wow. was, that was fun. That's neat. Yeah. That was, that, was a, that was a really memorable thing. We were talking about having a kegger in there, and uh, a third roommate got caught going, going in, in. And they changed the lock. And they changed the lock. <laughs> so you, did you go one day like... We no, were, no, no we, he like came back and said, you know, it kind of didn't work. We were like, oh man, we didn't train you. You got to right. know. Yeah. Anyway, oh, that was wow. Knowlton. They had a ton of courts there too, right? 18 courts. Yeah. We, we walked through the place. I mean, we were just, just the two of us would be club. in there. That was our club. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they moved out. They built Hemingway in like 1937 yeah. or something. So, oh. So those courts hadn't been renovated since the 30s. Wow, they were old. The, Hemingway was was Hemingway that was built old? In, in the thirties. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Know so that. They, that was they, they built those in nineteen um, nineteen nineteen. Oh my god, I had no idea. And it hadn't been renovated. That's cool. Well, we we had some good times. In there. Sam Howe, Philadelphia. Do you remember the first time you ever played squash? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Marion Cricket Club when I was about 15 I kind of started squash late mm. 
And what happened that day? Did you was it raining or you came inside or? Someone said, "Come on, let you try this." And you went in. Singles court or doubles court? Probably a singles court. Yeah. We had the old courts at Marion, and so you could just beat it around in yeah. the back there. Nice. Do you remember the first day you played squash? First day I played squash was a, was a social event at the Wilmington Country Club back in 1974 because it was, it was and, it, and that was also a preamble as to what would become ultimately the commissioner's tournament because I was very good friends with the founder, the two founders of that tournament, the Porter, Porter Cousins. And uh, this was probably 1973 when I set foot on a squash court for the first time, uh, doubles court. I would walk by the singles courts. I'd look at the guys playing singles. I said, that's crazy. I mean, it was too much work. And so were the guys in doubles having fun, you know, throwing up, having a beer in between games and so forth. And uh, so <clears throat> that was the first time I walked on a doubles court, probably about six months to a year before we ultimately founded what is now the Commissioner's Tournament at Wilmington, which has been going on for 40 40, 43 years or so, 43 years or so. Anyway, so that was it. You fall in love right away, or did it take a couple of... No, I, I, and then I played doubles for three or four years before I ever stepped on a singles court. Really? Yeah. That's very unusual. Very unusual. Because, I, you know, the doubles was such fun. And I just, and I committed myself to learning to play the, uh, play the backhand wall because nobody wanted to play the backhand wall. The guys, I was like, everybody wanted to play the forehand because they were more confident. I said, well, shit. I'll play left I, wall. I'll, I'll play left wall. If I learn I'll to play matches. it, I'll get matches. I'll be in constant demand. Right? So one of the smarter decisions I've made in my life was doing that. Do you remember about the first day you played squash, the first time you went out? I know it was eight. and uh, Where was it? Raritan Valley Country Club in New Jersey. They still have two courts there. Hardball. Hardball mm -hmm. in the middle of a golf course that the walls are warped and it's, uh, the snow would blow in in the front of the court and we'd have to shovel it and you'd sit around in parkas with a, a crank heater that you crank up and, and jump down and play round robin with the, the old guys. I was the only kid playing, so it was, uh, that I remember. I mean, I, I do remember my first tournament, the Hunter Lot Junior Tournament, and uh, you know, I think I was nine years old, and I played Billy Monahan. In the under 12s? The under, they only had under 14 <laughs> at that point. And uh, so he was ranked 10 in the country. And I went on to lose as quickly as possible. By, and I, I, I kept running to pick the ball up and run back and give it to him. And my dad was looking at me like, you're trying to lose faster. And it was uh, spectacular. So, but uh, it was, I said afterwards, I'm like, he's not that good. I think I can, I think I, 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 I think I can do this. And uh, you know, it took me another year or two and you know, I was doing better. So. I was in King's Cross in Sydney, Australia. My brother was living in Australia at the time. I was 12 years old, and he was a very good squash player. He uh, was living in Commonwealth countries at the time. He went from Australia to the Bahamas to Tortola, and every time I'd go see him growing up, I'd play squash, and that was my first time playing. In, in Australia? With a softball. Do you well, I was a late know? bloomer, so I didn't start playing until I was um, about 22. I played over at the Kimmel Club, which I still do. Do you remember that first day? I remember taking lessons from Mr. Brommel. Really? And um, he, he talked a lot. 
and he, he showed us he, his famous you know quote is make the walls your friend right. so he would coach us on yeah, I remember being coached on the narrow B court at Kimwood if anybody remembers that and I had this big steel door and it was ice cold and he would teach us it was it was it was tough but my parents would drive us over there take lessons <laughs> From Mr. Brommel. So I, I kind of remember then, and then I started to um, play some singles, you know, How Cup, and worked your way up from the, you know, from the C level player to the B level player, and then wherever I am at right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that is. Yeah. Age groups. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is now, age groups. But I do remember, and I started to play doubles, and I played with um, Jane. Right, right away, you started playing doubles? Not right away. Mm. I kind of you know muscled through the uh, singles you know and then um janie young from the kimmel club again was um the first person to ask me to play doubles and um i used to play leagues with her was that like a real moment when you got asked yeah oh it was it was that was very special because i would i was like janie you're asking me to play so janie played the right wall i played the left wall and we would she would take me to all of our you know away matches And um, we had a very good season together, um, a few seasons together when I played with Janie. We had a couple of really good wins. I remember a big win over um, Jeff and Andy Welsh, and they played out at the Barn. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the media, in, uh, uh, off of nine twenty. Yeah, off West Town. Yeah, yeah. We, and that was the coldest court I had ever been on. And Janie and I were playing this match against these two young guys who were super nice guys. And we ended up beating them. We beat them in five. It was like, and Janie was thrilled to death. And I was thrilled to death because it was my first like doubles win in like the B League. You know, so it was, it was absolutely hysterical and fun. But Jeff, even Jeff, even to this day, Jeff Welsh remembers. He, he, remembers, he remembers that match. <laughs> He's like, we lost to two ladies. In the barn. In the barn. That was a with, great club, great facility, right? It, it was. Like it was. old. Barkley it's White. Wait, Barkley White, exactly. Barkley White it. Yeah. yeah. And it was cold. Yeah. It was cold. So, I mean, we were wearing gloves just to try and warm the ball up. And oh, it was, I don't even know if it's still there. No. It's, it's not. Gone. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Because that was a beautiful club. Yeah. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. all boring. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was okay. my squash career. Right. <laughs> Outside the glass, we'd like to thank everybody who was involved in this special episode and in particular we'd like to thank Grant Irving who uh, still has yet to get on the squash court for the first time but he's been an amazing help with this podcast.